0: aloha everyone welcome to sasha spins where you get my thoughts on life current events and everything else in between in and out of the saddle so let's get right on into it today we are talking about screen time so i talk about this a lot or i have in the past just being more mindful about the time we spend on screens And in our Apple, if you have an iPhone, I have been team iPhone since 2010, so I'm speaking from an iPhone perspective. But if you don't have one, I think that on most phones, there is a feature where you are able to track your screen time, what apps, you're, how much time you spend using certain apps, what your phone does, how many times a day you pick it up. At least I have those features on Apple, so I'm going to be speaking from this from an Apple perspective, but I think this is something that applies to everyone. So... I have been trying to be more mindful of my screen time. And I feel like before this pandemic, I was doing really well. Just reading all of this literature about how screen time is affecting our attention span, our relationships. And before pandemic, I was like, before this pandemic, before quarantine, I felt like I was doing a really great job. And then this pandemic and quarantine happens. And now I feel like I have been set off track. So I was just Instagramming around and I came across a book that I have currently been reading and at, well, listening to, I guess, on my phone. <laughs> talk about screen time. So, I came across this book and in the the book by the way is called How to Break Up with Your Smartphone. It is absolutely amazing. I am really enjoying it so far. Well, it's more specifically, my bad. How to Break Up with Your Phone by Katherine Price and I've really been enjoying it so far. But at the beginning of the book, she they list out 15 questions to ask yourself just to see about your smartphone behavior and habits. So they're asking the questions, do you find yourself picking up your phone during conversation? Is your phone the first thing you reach for in the morning? Is your, do you sleep next to your phone? Um, you know, just all of these very phone hygiene related questions. And as they're going down the line, my fingers are going up one by one by one. And it, there are 15 questions. And by the end of them, I needed both my fingers and my toes to answer the questions. And it really hit me like a ton of bricks, just how much I have been spending, how much time I've been spending on my phone and how it's been impacting me. But at the same time, I've kind of shifted away from those healthy habits, those healthy phone habits that I had established for myself beforehand, not sleeping with my phone in the room, being off of my phone 30 minutes before bed, all of these things that have just gone by the wayside. So I really encourage you to read this book if you are struggling with your phone and screen time and just being easily distracted and almost like a phone addiction. Because as I'm reading the book, I'm seeing or listening to the book rather, I'm hearing all of these things that sound so familiar when it comes to myself or habits in other people. And so one thing, though, that I've always been really good at or bad at, depending on who you ask, is I've been really good about not immediately feeling I need to respond to messages as they come, emails as they come. I've always been really good about Just setting my phone on do not disturb or picking up my phone maybe once an hour to just see who is texting me and maybe get back to them or see who's emailing me and maybe get back to them. So the concept that I want to talk about today is how seemingly in 2020 and I feel like this has gotten worse. As this pandemic has gone on, and I know I've recorded a podcast about it before, but I feel so passionately about this now more than ever, especially with reading this book, it's really underscoring for me how people think that a person, just because they have a smartphone, just because they have access to a smartphone, people feel you are accessible 24-7 and are owed an immediate response. This has always driven me crazy. And there are so many bright sides to having a smartphone. I can count on the ways, the all the ways my smartphone helps me, keeps me on track. And I think it's more of a positive in my life than a negative, but I also am able to recognize how much of a negative it has been in certain aspects. And definitely this availability of people feeling you're available and their odor response 24/7 is something that has increasingly bothered me over the years and I feel like just in the short 6 months we have been in this pandemic it's gotten worse. So, I guess at this point I could call myself a content creator. I really dislike that phrase on so many levels, but (laughs) I think it's better than influencer. So I will take the content creator label over the influencer label. And I want to do an episode on that sometime in the future. um, Influencers versus people being influential and inspirational, but that's another topic for another day. So as a content creator, I spent a lot of my time On my computer but especially on my phone there are so many apps nowadays that you are just accessible at your fingertips and you are able to create so much good content with your like on your smartphone that i find myself lately using my reaching for my smartphone now more than ever to create content and to create posts so i'm on social media more than i was probably before the pandemic started And one thing that I have noticed with that is people feel you are accessible. So this has happened several times over the years with certain friends where I've had to have a conversation with them before I drive myself crazy. And people will see you posting on social media and think that, they are owed a response to a text or a phone call or a message or an email or something. And I used to have a friend that would do this. I would post something on Instagram or maybe something on Facebook and she had texted me Maybe an hour or two before maybe a day or two before because to be perfectly honest I am one of those I will text you in three to five business days I'm really trying to get better at it and I know i'm not alone here But I I just do not immediately respond to messages. That's always how I have been And I think that's probably how I will continue to be to be perfectly honest Because I think there should be a limit and the limit behind the time that you spend on your phone is something should that should be 100% set by you. So as I'm recording this, my phone is set to do not disturb and I probably won't turn it off for another few hours. <laughs> and that's just who I am as a person. But I digress, let me come back to this. So I had a friend and she would text me and if she would see me on social media or especially Facebook, she would leave me, uh, she would comment on the status. I just texted you, text me back. Or I just called you, call me back. And she would go to whatever social media platform that I would be on and leave these messages. Now, it would be one thing totally if this was an emergency. And I definitely expect most people, I am one of those people, that if it's an emergency, I'm not going to text you. I'm going to pick up the phone. I'm going to call you because that is the immediacy in which I operate. Like It always bothers me when I go out with my husband somewhere and we're supposed to be meeting up with people and they're not there. So he'll text them. And then we'll wait like five or 10 minutes. And I'm like, did you get into contact with them? And he's like, oh no, I texted them. And I'm like, pick up the freaking phone and call them. Like we're waiting for them. So that's just always how I am. If it's something important, if it's something immediate, I will call you. And since that's how I operate, this is a standard that I'm putting on other people. I know it's not fair to put our standards and priorities and how we are on other people, but I operate under the assumption that if it's an emergency, you will call me or And and not only call me, but leave me a voicemail because I do check voicemails. So anyways, I had to sit down and talk with this girlfriend and just kind of be like, I need you to understand that I'm not going to be accessible to you 24/7." And just because I'm on this social media app doesn't mean that I am able to talk to you. And I think that's something people don't understand as someone who is an empath, someone who is an extrovert turned ambivert, people recharge differently. And not only do people recharge differently, there are different energies required to communicate with people. So there's an entirely different energy behind me posting something, writing a caption, and then walking away from my phone. That requires Not a lot of engagement unless I'm going to sit there and respond to the comments and I generally do that. I know if I post something, I'm going to give myself time to respond to any comments that are posted and it may be in that moment, it may be an hour or two later, but I'm generally going to give myself time, but that's often a one way exchange of energy. With phone conversations, even texting conversations and emails, there's a two way exchange of energy. And sometimes we're not able to give that energy back to the person, or we're just not ready to give that energy now. And a lot of people are still working to, during this pandemic, they're still experiencing their needs. So our needs have not changed much. We still need to eat. We still need to work. We still need to pay bills. We still have families that are being attend to, attended to. It's just mostly gone inwards into our home. And so with that, I think people also are operate under, operating under this understanding that, oh, you're, not te- you're, you're telecommuting. You're not getting in your car. You're not driving to work. You know, you're just home generally. A lot of us are home. A lot of us are still working outside of the home. But for a lot of us, we're working from home. We're existing at home. So I think a lot of people operate under this understanding that, oh, well, where are you going? What are you doing anyways? And that is a boundary that I have set. And I've set it for myself because I think it's so important for us to be able to decide who is getting our energy and how, and not to feel bad about not immediately responding to a text message, not immediately picking up the phone and calling someone. And I think that expectation comes from how unhealthy the relationship we have established in our society with technology, with smartphones, with accessibility. I noticed in myself before this pandemic, before the quarantine, that I was really good about not picking up my phone and just mindlessly scrolling first thing in the morning. But since my routine of getting up, showering, going to the gym, then commuting to work, like since that has fallen by the wayside, I'm getting up and I'm going to my living room. So that routine has been changed. And I don't do well with change. I don't know about you, but I don't do well with change at all. So that change and not responding to the change with new habits definitely allowed bad habits to come in. So I'm really excited to be reading this book. I encourage you to read this book. And I also encourage you to set boundaries during this quarantine a lot of our routines have changed. We're five, six months into this. And if you haven't established a pattern since then, I encourage you to just take a look and it doesn't even only have to be your smartphone habits. Maybe it's your eating habits. Maybe it's your sleep patterns that have changed. One of my friends, I was talking to him and he was telling me that he doesn't go to sleep until 3am now. And I nearly had like, I had a moment, I had a little spasm because I was like, how is it possible? You are not sleeping till 3 a.m. That is bananas to me. And I know for me, that sleeping pattern has changed, but because sleeping sleep is so important to me and it's integral to how I function, I am not one of those people that can operate off of four hours of sleep. I never have been, I never will be one of those people. I need to be well-rested. So because I know that that's how I am as a person, I have ha- I've had to be better about sticking to my sleep patterns because I feel it the days that I get off that pattern. So reestablish, take this time now to reestablish any habits, any patterns that may have fallen to the wayside and I especially encourage you if you have an iPhone to be mindful of our screen time because it is so easy for us to sit here and just scroll for miles, just mindlessly scroll. So as you're reestablishing your relationship with your smartphone and how much time you spend on your smartphone, I want you to also think about reestablishing boundaries, especially if you are one of those people that deals with a lot of immediate, this sense of, I need to immediately respond to this text message. What is the worst thing that would happen if you didn't immediately respond to that text message, if you did not immediately respond to that email, if you didn't immediately respond to that dinging or pinging or clicking going off around you on every single device. I spend so much more time now during the day with my phone just set the silent. It's just on silent because I don't need to hear those noises because they're very distracting. And I 110% believe the increase of smartphones has decreased our attention spans. And so what I've tried to do for myself in better hopes of reestablishing more healthy screen time habits is to just not respond to those, not feel compelled to immediately respond to those messages. So I'll have like, if you have a smartphone or sorry, if you have an Apple watch rather, if you set it to silent or just vibrate only, that is another avenue in which we are just reminded to be consistently responding to different things, to different noises. So just being mindful that you don't have to respond to those things as they're going off to just set it on do not disturb or just set it on silent and just set a time set aside time for your day to just respond to those messages if it's a text message just send set in your phone a 7 to seven fifteen reminder that i need to respond to my messages nothing more nothing less just establish like healthy establish like <laughs> that's such a tick establish healthy boundaries for yourself because it is so easy to get lost in all of these devices and all of these notifications So that's something that I've just been it's been on my brain, it's been on my heart, it's been on my mind during this quarantine that I absolutely wanted to share. And these are habits that help me. So when something helps me, there are no unique problems under the sun. There are no new problems under the sun. So if it's something that helps me, I know it's maybe gonna help somebody else. So I always find it helpful to share. So I want to hear from you. Let me know what your habits have been during this quarantine. Have you been really good about staying on track as it pertains to sleeping? Have you established new boundaries, new habits? Have you let any boundaries or habits fall by the wayside? I want to know because this is a topic that is super interesting to me. So let me know. You can drop me a voice note here on Anchor FM or you can send me a message on Instagram at Sasha Spins. And until next time, peace out.